Welcome to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5, a podcast created to celebrate the strength and power of seasoned women as they navigate through the challenges of their everyday life. Join us as we sit around the table with our coffee and English muffins and share our insights and wisdom gained from personal experiences, life lessons, and sometimes a good old-fashioned knock upside the head on a mixed bag of topics related to self-love, empowerment, and living with purpose on purpose. My name is Miss D, and joining me at the table are my sister queens, Lisa Renee and Darlene West. We have room at the table for you, so pull up a chair and join us. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Table Talk with the Women of Tower 5. My name is Miss D, and I will be your host for our discussion today. Joining me at the table this morning are my amazing sister queens, Darlene West and Lisa Renee. Good morning, Miss Darlene. Good morning, Miss D. How are you feeling this morning? I'm doing good. Had my water and tea. Ready to drink. (laughs) Good for you, Miss Darlene. Good morning, Lisa Renee. Good morning, good morning. I did have my water first, but I definitely have my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) But yay to the water, yay. (laughs) I followed your uh, your actions, uh, Lisa. I did have my water first, but I'm drinking my coffee now. So glad to have you ladies at the table this morning. And as we always do before we get started, I am going to ask uh, Miss Lisa to bless our table. Miss Lisa? Well, thank you, thank you. And this is an opening prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you on this great, great morning, giving you all the honor, praise, and thanksgiving on our tongues for another day to honor you. We thank you for all of our queens at the table and our listeners that will be blessed as a result of our podcast. Thank you for allowing us another opportunity to come together, to learn, to grow, to laugh, uh, personally and professional growth and development. We thank you that in all that we do, we acknowledge you for our victories and our blessings. That is in all that uh, you do and all of you and none of us, I stay and amen. 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 What a beautiful prayer. Thank you amen. so much for that, Miss Lisa. Hmm. Okay, ladies. So this is our first time back at the table together since the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope everyone had a fun and fulfilling holiday and enjoyed the fellowship of family and friends. Now, having said that, I know the Thanksgiving holiday comes with a set of rules and traditions which vary from family to family, and some of those rules, ladies, are set in stone and shall not be broken. So, as you can probably tell from the tone of my voice, today's discussion will be our segment of I Have Something to Say. And what do I have to say? Thanksgiving, follow the rules. I'll say it again. Thanksgiving, follow the rules. So y'all can already tell we are going to have some fun with this one. 
So um, let me just say it like this, ladies, and I think it's important for me to go ahead and um, and put this disclaimer out there uh, for today's uh, table discussion. You can change the names to protect the innocent, or if you want to call some people out, you can do that as well. So whether you hosted Thanksgiving at your house or you went to somebody else's house, whether you cooked or whether you just showed up and ate, I want to know all of the details. So here's my first question for the table. What are some of the traditions or rules that are followed in your home during the Thanksgiving holiday? Ms. Darlene, I'm going to start with you. What are some of the rules that are followed in your home? (laughs) Well, some of the rules that are followed in our home is we all gather at either one of the siblings' homes, and they are the host for that that particular holiday. And so right now, we don't really have any traditional traditionals because our parents are not here any longer. And so a lot of our elders where we would have had it had to be this way or that way are no longer here. So you got another set of generation that is like, look, we eat at this time. Now, if you come, good. You don't come, it's okay because we eating. We ain't waiting. We ain't going to fix your plate. We ain't got no foil to put over your plate to take it with you. So, happy Thanksgiving. Come on over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, I love it. I couldn't even hold that. She said, we don't have no foil. Hey, we are eating at the whole time. You know, we're not going to eat anyway. Right, and you so will wrap up. up to your house for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will wrap up everything. And, and Aunt Sue would have her bag. You just put your stuff in your bag, or you had dinner for the next week or more mm-hmm. in the freezer. Mm-mm. But like I said, we got a new generation. Dog, girl, they be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. They ain't sitting and waiting. You know, because before, when our parents were there, you couldn't eat until everybody got there. It wasn't no, well, can I get a rock? No, sit down. Go sit down. Ain't Sue ain't here. When's she coming? And so, I mean, you know, you, you didn't touch the table. You sit down somewhere, and you waited till everybody came. They blessed the food. Then you ate. Oh, my gosh, Ms. Darlene, I'm over here on the floor. You are so right, and, and I have forgotten until you said that. If there were 20 people showing up, you had to wait for everybody to show up before you could eat. You would be starving, but you could yes. not get anything from that table. Well, I say you have to wait. There are certain things you have to wait for. You have to wait for the dressing to arrive, and you have to wait for the macaroni to arrive. If those things, too, have arrived and there's only four people, we sit down to eat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Lisa, let's hear about the rules in your household. Say that one again. 
we have to wait. There's specific items that you have to wait for, and I don't care if she is coming from another state. If she is bringing the back, baked macaroni and cheese and somebody is bringing the dressing, we cannot even start that prayer until the dressing and the macaroni is at the table. And I don't care if there's two or 20 that is there. If the macaroni and cheese is there and the dressing, let's pray. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Oh, and that's that exactly so how it was, uh, this uh, Friends Gathering. But I have to say this one rule, and this is a very new rule uh, for our household. So, you know, this is a very conscious nation, okay? This is a very conscious uh uh society and era. And so, you know, a lot of people are, you know, really looking at how Thanksgiving derived. And it, it wasn't a pretty picture. But I say all that to say that for our household, we have, uh, and I see how you have, have labeled it Thanksgiving or holiday gathering, and that's what we uh, now call our uh, gathering on that day is our friends and family you know, holiday gathering, and we still reserve it for that day because that's the only day that, you know, jobs are giving people off, and so that's the only time that we actually uh, collectively will have that time off to get together. Other than that, other than the holidays, you know, it's very hard to get everyone together, so we still have that you know, honor of coming together as friends and family to share a great meal. I say all that to say that there are still some that protest. And so um, what is our rules? If you don't, if you don't gather, <laughs> if you don't come, you don't eat. So uh, we still have those that, that protest about I'm not going to come because of the, you know, the the definition of Thanksgiving, but I'll be doggone if they don't give a call and say, can you fix me a plate? Absolutely you know, not. If you don't come, you not. don't eat. <laughs> That's right. And that is the number one rule. Absolutely not. And you know what? I'm glad that you, you know, that you shared, you know, how, uh, how uh, others interpret the holiday. And, and, and it really is about interpretation. I mean, you know, we can allow, <clears throat> or we try not to allow, whether it's mass media or mainstream, to influence the reasoning for why we gather together. Uh, we come together, it's about the fellowship, it's about the love, it's about reconnection. And so because we don't have an opportunity to do that all the time, all the more reason why the rules need to be enforced. Don't come in here with your shenanigans and your foolishness because we simply don't have time with that. And we have to maximize everybody's time together. So I love what you said about uh, uh, the, the meal not being able to start with the mac, uh, without the macaroni and the dressing. And you're absolutely right. Uh, some of the traditions that, that, that I have uh, in, in, in my household, number one, and uh, this probably ties into what you're saying, Lisa, everyone is welcome in our home. We, ha we have plenty of food for everyone. Uh, uh, after that, uh, we are a game-playing family, so if anyone has ever uh, come to our home for Thanksgiving, they always know whether we are 
uh, at home, if we're away, they know that we are going to play some Monopoly, and we're going to play Ghetto Monopoly. And we get serious on that Monopoly game. Uh, that That is one of our traditions. Um, two people, 20 people, you would think that we are trading actual money and actual real estate. Uh, we're going to watch football in our home because we are huge, huge sports fans. Um, so we're, we're going to watch football. Now, here's where it gets kind of kind of tricky. And we've got some very specific rules around this. If you cook the food, if you bring the dish, if you contribute to the meal, you do not clean up the kitchen. That does not happen. If you did not bring the dish or contribute to the meal, guess what? You are responsible for cleaning up that kitchen. You didn't bring anything to add to the meal, you can add your services. And if you did not bring a dish and you did not contribute to the dinner, guess what? You better not be that first one to pack up the cold plate. We should not <laughs> see you until everybody else has pulled out their Tupperware, their aluminum foil, their Ziploc bags. You need to be the last one packing up the cold plate. And let me tell you something. This one here is very serious. You do not ever, and I mean ever, Take the last of the macaroni and cheese or the ham. You leave that for the host, the hostess, and for the house, okay? If there's two tablespoons left, you leave it right there. If there's half a slice left, you better not touch it. Those are the rules of Thanksgiving in my household. Anybody else uh, have anything to add to that? Uh, Just one thing (laughs) that you had said. We start to hide our aluminum foil. Our aluminum foil is rationed, okay? <laughs> Just to go place a ration because we definitely, I have a, my daughter will definitely be uh, the to-go plate monitor. <laughs> She is, she is the to-go play monitor, uh, you know, and she'll say, uh, 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 and she has no problem if somebody has wrapped up a plate and she has watched them, she has no problem taking that plate and hiding it. People have been looking for their to-go plate, and I already know if they can't find it, uh, <laughs> the to-go place bandit has already taken it, <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that is for the people that have not contributed, the people that come every year with a, with a holiday smile and a hug and nothing in their hands. And I have to say, I have to say, that is not how we grew up. That's not how I grew up. My grandmother taught mm-hmm. me whenever you are invited to someone's house, you better not walk, cross their threshold without a cake in your hand. So we were bakers. You know, my gra- I knew how to bake before I knew how to cook. And so, you know, people depend, they knew I was coming with my big pineapple coconut cake. And Ooh. yes, I know, Deidre, I haven't made that, but you did see when I came to your house, I came with a dessert in my hand. It's the way I was raised. You just don't cross someone's threshold. You don't go to anybody's house empty-handed. Empty-handed. But this newer generation, uh, they want to cash app you. Can I cash app you something? There's so much out here that has eliminated the process uh, and and. I don't even know what to say. You know, the involvement in these gatherings, there was so much involvement, and it was beyond 
let me give you a 20 or let me cash up you something. It took dedication and, 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 and thinking. You know, even the men came with a bottle. No one ever mm-hmm. came empty-handed mm-hmm. because right. there was and a you know thought process. And, and that's exactly it. It was a thought and it was a consideration and a connection. And so, ladies, Lisa is touching on this, but this, this is something else I wanted to ask the table. What are the challenges, if any, in ensuring these traditions or rules are followed? Ladies? Well, I think the hardest thing is that's what we're fighting against, the newer generation's mindset. And so I think what we can do is encourage them, if you're still alive, it's like, look, y'all, we're, we are going to do it this way, and we need to do it this way so we can pass it on to the next generation after you all because the babies that are sitting around the table, they're watching us, and if their parents don't do it and granny don't do it and the aunties don't do it, they go like, well, I'm not going to do it. So the way to pass tradition is to sit down and say and tell them the importance, the passion that was put into everything so we'll learn how to pass it. I think that's what we're missing. We have been learned to pass it. The next generation, not our generation, but the next generation after us, hasn't learned to pass it because it's work. Mm-hmm. You've got to you've got to put something in it. And sometimes they say, well, people don't even appreciate it, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they appreciate it or not. You did what you're supposed to do. Then let everything else fall, where, you know, wherever it may. Beautifully said, Ms. Darlene. Beautifully Absolutely. said. And, and, and what I love, two things I loved about what you said, the passion, because ladies, mm-hmm. and, and whether you cook or you don't cook or you decorate or whatever it is that you do, it is from a place of passion. I tell you, when I am standing in that kitchen, I am not just cooking food. I am lovingly preparing mm-hmm. a meal to be enjoyed by my family and friends. I am so serious about that. I have my music going. I have some libations with me because that is, is, is part of my process. It actually helps to taste, make the food taste better. But <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am totally focused on ensuring that what I am creating for the table is going to be lovingly enjoyed. And, and the other thing, Ms. Arlene, is, and, and I guess this is, this is something that I'm going to latch on to and hold on to, is you said, whether the people appreciate it or not, we are fulfilling our responsibility by continuing on those traditions. And we have to continually, Lisa, you do this. I know what it means to you to fellowship and have the gatherings as it does for all of us. We, If this is what the Spirit is telling us to do and we are honoring our ancestors, we have to continue to do it and we have to continue to teach the young ones coming up behind us. Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. And I have definitely, uh, you know, another tradition also is to have the youngins in the kitchen with you. I hear so many, and, and I hear so many seasoned uh, women that talk about how um, 
they shoo them out of the kitchen. They come in the kitchen, get out my kitchen, I don't need you looking over. That is not correct. And that Mm -hmm. is why there is so many that result to already pre-prepared meals. You can get your full uh, holiday meal at the grocery store, cooked, um, 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 packed, and and full of sodium (laughs) because they have to preserve it, uh, uh, fully cooked, preserved, and ready to pop in the microwave and call it a meal. And that really eliminates like you said, the camaraderie, the, the, the passion. You know, when it's time for us to eat, I'm so doggone full, I don't eat until later because I have tasted and dipped and tasted and, and, and you know, right. put it to the side because you're right, Deidre, there's so much passion that goes along with cooking. It's not just, you know, following a recipe book and never tasting it until the rest of it. You want it to be, if not perfect, as close to perfect as possible, for that meal, and you and and you want your bragging rights, girl. Did you taste that right. dressing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's absolutely correct. And and I love what you said. And 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 as we wind down, uh, ladies, into uh, with our discussion, I tell you one of the things I I was thinking about is okay, what are some new traditions or rules that. That, that I can incorporate, that we can incorporate into our next uh, uh, holiday gathering. And, Lisa, I love what you said about letting people come into the kitchen, letting the young ones, letting the children. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. uh, um, in my household, uh, my grandchildren's auntie made it a point to purchase a table for them, a little table for them, not so they can be outcast uh, to the other side of the house, away from the grown-ups, but so that they could be included uh, in a kid-friendly way for them in the celebration because they, too, are part of the family. And it was important for her, for us, to, to, to celebrate them and to, to allow them to see us celebrating together as a family. So I am going to continue with that tradition of, of, of incorporating the little ones. And, yes, they can get into the kitchen with Grandma because that's how they learn so, ladies, I'm just going to go back around the table real quick and ask, are there any uh, new traditions or rules that you're going to incorporate into your next holiday gathering? Ms. Darlene? Well, like all of you are saying, incorporate our young ones into what we're doing so they can hear us tell the stories about what we did and why we did it, so they will begin to understand. So that would be a tradition that I'm just going to start bringing back, even in our gatherings, just bring it back, telling the story. Love it. Love it. Miss Lisa? Well, I love that Ms. Darlene said telling the story, and I think that is what's so important. One thing that I have incorporated, um, you know, on the holidays now, uh, I don't care what's going on, I have to have a Christmas tree. You can call it whatever you want to call it, the pine tree, the light-up tree, whatever, but I utilize my tree as a story. And I have started incorporating in the last couple of years, they have these clear uh, uh, bulbs that you can, you know, decorate, put things in. 
I put legacy pictures in, in them. I put ancestor pictures in them. And as my grandkids and as my kids are looking at the tree, they're like, who is this? And I say, that was my grandfather. And, and then I am starting a story. Uh, who is this? That's my mother when she was pregnant with my sister. And then they'll see, you know, the grandkids. I said, that's your father. That's my father. That's your father when he was your age. So I have utilized uh, uh, my pine tree, whatever you want to call it. It's now my legacy tree. So uh, for, for all that is out there, you can create your own traditions. You can manipulate uh, what some of these uh, holidays are, you know, or holiday traditions. You know, people say, you know, Christmas is about Christ. It has nothing to do with the tree, and that is true. It has nothing to do with the tree. But you can create your own traditions, and, 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 follow, and, and it can be passed down because it is about telling the story. So that is something that I have officially incorporated in uh, my holidays, you know, going forward. And, um, yeah, so, you know, so some have passed on. And uh, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, Coco. What is that? The, 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 it was, what's that holiday called? The, the, the Day of the Dead? The Day of the Dead, that's right. The Celebrating Day of the, the Dead. Ancestors. Yes. Right, and I, was always, I always thought that was a spooky holiday, like, ugh, until I saw the cartoon Coco, and then I saw what it was all about, and it was just honoring your ancestors and be able to pass those stories about your ancestors going forward, and so we won't dilute our, our generation. So that's, that's, my, that's, my, uh, that's the one thing that I have incorporated. Love it. Absolutely love it. My queens, my queens, my queens, you really understand what it means to fellowship in that Thanksgiving holiday. And it is about giving thanks for the love of our family, of our friends, of being able to keep those connections going and, and being able to, to continue on with the legacy. And for that, we are extremely grateful Thank you so much, my queens. Thank you for this great conversation. Thank you for allowing me to have something to say. And remember, follow the rules. And so with that, I'd like to go ahead and ask Ms. Darlene to give us our closing blessing. Yes, ladies, I will. Gracious Father, we just thank you. We are so thankful for everything that you do for us, seen and unseen, all the love, all the protection, all of the boldness you have placed in our spirit to speak to others about you and how magnificent you are. Lord, we thank you for the assignments you've given each of us to go out into the world and be the light, be that witness that you are who you are, and that you are master and king, humble and faithful. And we just say thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Ms. Darlene. And thank you for joining Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We look forward to having you at the table again. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Table Talk with the Women of Power 5. We are so glad you joined us at the table and hope you are able to take away some nuggets that will help you navigate through the challenges of your everyday life. Be sure to share and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Instagram at TableTalkP5Women to continue the conversation and to share your comments and feedback. We look forward to having you at our table again.